Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. We are live once again, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and we are talking YouTube. We generally talk about growing a YouTube channel. That's the focus of our podcast, but the main thing that we wanted to focus on this time has to do with making money. Because as you grow, I mean, there are a number of reasons why we want to grow our YouTube channel, but money quite often, crazy enough, seems to be one of the big ones. So I thought, why not? Why not talk a little bit about that and talk a little bit about how we can make more money on our channels. Now, let me share the way I make money as I grow my channel. I mostly focus on the expert value of what I am doing. And I've done this many times before with podcasts, and I have done this before with blogging, and it has helped. Uh, social media, when social media became pretty big in the mid-2000s of you know, 2005, six, seven, maybe a little closer to seven, eight, I really jumped on that train and it really helped to build my expertise and myself as an expert in my field. And so that's what I did. And because of that, I was able to consult. I eventually ended up with some book deals and made money writing books as well as in-person speaking, made money there. So the expert element certainly has worked out very well and works out well for me on YouTube. Now, a lot of times people get involved in YouTube, say, oh, I'm going to make money from AdSense. So, you know, I, I like to step back with that. Say, you know, the AdSense is great and the, ad, the money you can make on YouTube is great. However, you can make so much more doing the other things I'm, I'm really going to talk about, including the expert thing. But first, let me say hello to everybody who is chiming in right now. A lot of folks are saying, hello, how are you? Hey, I'm going to have to continue to talk to the uh, podcast community. I can't say hello to everybody as you pop in, but I just want to do give you all a shout out and say thank you for being here and thank you for saying hello. It's good to see you here. Okay, so I think one of the number one things that's going to help you by far, probably more than anything to make money on YouTube, it's not what you think. It's really not. It's, it's starting. It's starting your channel. That's the number one thing that prevents people from making money on YouTube. People ask me all the time, how come your channel is not monetized? Well, it was at one point in time, but it's not now. And and I made, I made money. I made, say, 30, 50 bucks a month, and that was nice. Uh, but then they changed the rules, and now it's not monetized. And I don't turn it back on. I don't do anything. Um, or, or don't try. It doesn't matter because I make more money doing other things. If I, if I get a larger you know, viewership, maybe so, but that's not necessary. My channel does what it's supposed to do. It helps me. I, I own a digital agency. And it helps support those efforts. It helps support the expertise. And I get opportunities through that consulting. But if I never started, if I never showed up every day, none of those things would happen. And the same is for you. 
If you want to make money on YouTube, you must start. Another thing you need to do is network. You need to start networking. You start you need to start connecting with people, especially when it comes to developing sponsorships. Sponsorships can be a really good way to make money with the right companies. Don't accept anybody who wants to sponsor you, and you certainly do have to get to a certain level and have a certain amount of audience. But when you can work with other channels and other businesses to grow together, it's amazing what can happen. It's amazing how even a core group of YouTubers who work together in a similar area, if you, if you work together, you'd be amazed at how you can help each other grow. And not only that, share opportunities. In other words, it's like having more eyes out there working with each of you pair of eyes look in a certain direction you may make certain one person may make a connection that can benefit the whole or you each make good connections that can benefit that whole that group and it can maybe three or four five youtubers at the most and and you can really build a good fan base especially when you're focusing in on the same target audience and then you can find those sponsorships together and sometimes especially when you're smaller working together like that Working together like that maybe will allow you to pull in a larger sponsor and say, hey, all three, four, five of the channels will do some, some kind of promotion in some way to support the effort of your brand. And so maybe you can get larger brands to take a look at your group. So that, that's been something that I've seen that doesn't always happen. Uh, I mean, a lot of YouTubers sit back, you know, by themselves and don't do the the work to make that those connections and to network at the level that they should. But the, the YouTubers that are networking and, and developing the relationships, they tend to win at this game when you're trying to monetize your channel. Again, working with other YouTube channels and being open to the idea of sponsorships. So consider that. Now, one thing I didn't mention before was when, it, when we were talking about AdSense, it has to do with when you can become monetized. And when you become monetized, you have the opportunity to share in revenue from the ads that are put on your channel. And that is a 55-45 split. And you get 55, YouTube gets 45. And you have to have a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. And when you meet that criteria, then you have the opportunity to become monetized through the AdSense program. Now here's the neat thing. You should sign up for AdSense right now. You can do that right now. You should probably, one thing that I know that works out well and has worked out for me is starting a blog. And I had a blog for many years, and I still have that blog. And I put my YouTube videos on that blog. And I make money from AdSense, the same system that monetizes the YouTube videos. I make money from AdSense there. I actually make money every month there from AdSense. And then if I ever turn the... Uh, the opportunity to make money on YouTube directly again, I'll make money from both. But right now, I just do it through my blog. 
and it works out just great. And it also gives my videos more visibility, especially if I do good SEO, search engine optimization, and drive Google traffic to those pages. So I, I make money from AdSense, people see my videos, it all can work out pretty well. So I highly recommend considering, I know you really wanna stick with YouTube and YouTube is your thing, but supporting it with a blog can be very beneficial and also add to the amount of money that you make overall as a creator. All right, so that I wanted to get that out of the way in terms of the thousand, uh, excuse me, thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. Another thing you can do are some of the other ways you can make money that YouTube offers you. Channel memberships, for example. People can subscribe to your channel and actually pay you money. You need 30,000 subscribers to be at that level, but that's pretty cool. Uh, if you get to 30,000, you can have the memberships. It used to be 100,000, so it's nice to see this down to 30,000. It's been down for a while, but uh, it was only 100,000 100, there for a while. A merch shelf. In other words, sell your own merchandise, T-shirts and, and gadgets, or put your logo on a hat, things like that. You can sell from a merch shelf. Do you know how, much, how many subscribers you need to qualify for that? 10,000. Not so bad. It's very reachable. 10,000. And of course, if you are somebody who does reviews of products, again, you could use that blog to help with those reviews and getting the word out about your channel and finding search traffic. But you can have affiliates or your own website or like a Shopify store or even sell on eBay. So there are a number of things that you can do through the process of creating your channel, building your channel that reviews or gives advice about specific things, you can have affiliate links that go directly to Amazon or you could go to another place. I mean, Amazon has cut their commission, so you know there, there are other places. Target has an affiliate program, for example. I mean, there are a number of ways in which you can make money from affiliates and there are a number of ways in which you can make money directly from those reviews by having your own store. So there, it's, there's not just one way to make money by reviewing different technology. I, I think it's important to consider that and consider you know, thinking a little bit out of the box. Don't just think it has to be an Amazon. It's kind of like, you know, number one, people think the YouTube 4,000 hours of watch time, 1,000 subscribers. They think you know, that I have to get that and that's when I can start making money. And that's not the case. You can certainly make money from affiliates, and a lot of times people think, oh, automatically, oh, Amazon, because it's the biggest. But believe it or not, those are the two least profitable areas. So if you're aiming for YouTube to make, make money on AdSense and to aim for Amazon for your affiliate income, those are the two least, you know, you can make so much more is what I'm saying from other types of affiliate programs, especially if they're relevant, they're very niche. And of course, you really believe in the products. I really highly recommend that you, you take the time to review and understand what it is that you're, you're selling or recommending. Don't, don't just do it for the money because there are opportunities that seem great that you can do it for the money, but sincerely, I think you wanna take the time to understand your audience and make sure and make sure that it's something that 
is going to be good. So you don't have people coming back to your channel mad at you because you're offering horrible stuff. It's just not, not the way to go. You can also not, not only create your own store, not only look for different affiliate programs, but you can also create your own product. That's a good way to go about it, is creating your own product. And in a sense, I do that with my consulting. The consulting is my product. But I can also create a course and teach people how, the, how to do the different digital marketing things that I do or other areas of interest that I share. I do. I, I think that you have expertise. We all have expertise in something. And we all have opportunities to create a course of some sort. It could be a one video or it could be multiple video, but give it, make it lessons. It could be done through email. You could use a, a platform on WordPress or there are other independent platforms out there that you can use and it'll host your entire, your entire course, sell it. And you, know, you can just focus on maybe marketing it and just receiving the income. There are a number of things you can do like that. Maybe you have solved a problem. And because you've solved this problem, you have a product or service that solves a problem that you don't think anybody else, you don't think anybody else is solving. Well, you could build that into your YouTube channel if it's relevant or create a specific YouTube channel for that, solving a problem and showing people all the different ways how to know if they have the problem. And of course, all the different ways to use your solution. So there are many, many approaches to doing this. There are many, many different ways to making, making money on YouTube. And quite often, building the expertise and developing yourself as an expert in what you do can lead to a lot of opportunities. And when we can meet in person again, again, I, I will be speaking again. And I'll, I certainly make a lot more speaking, you know, I mean, I, I'll make a year's worth of income or well, actually much more than that than I would by receiving AdSense income by one speech. So developing the expertise for me specifically or even a consulting, consulting, even at my, my lowest fee consulting would be at least two months of what I was receiving for AdSense for one hour. So I think it's important to really look at what the opportunities are with, with YouTube. A lot of times people think you need millions of subscribers to actually start making money or hundreds of thousands of subscribers to actually make money. And that is not the case. It truly is not the case. There are people, and it's been well documented, there are YouTubers with hundreds of thousands of subscribers or even millions and aren't making hardly any money at all. They can hardly survive. So it's about wrapping your head around that business side of developing your YouTube channel. Hey, if you have some questions, we're getting to the end of my portion of the show related to uh, this time making money on YouTube. But if you have some specific questions, I know some of you have been saying hello in chat and I haven't been ignoring you. Well, yeah, I've been ignoring you because I've been trying to get through this part of the show. But I, I certainly welcome your your input, your thoughts, your questions as we get through this. So running down, you know, first of all, you got to start. 
you, you can develop yourself as an expert and even use affiliate links early on. As soon as you start, you can start developing that. As soon as you have a little bit of an audience, you can start making some money. And again, you don't have to just depend on YouTube itself. You can through a blog, for example, to drive traffic to your videos. Now, you might say, well, what about other social media? Uh, you know, other social media, if you have a really good relevant, in other words, you have an Instagram that's totally related to your YouTube channel, like exactly similar kind of work, same kind of audience, sure, that can cross over. However, if, if it's just a general channel out there, like my Twitter feed isn't necessarily the best driver of traffic to my YouTube channel, although, you know, there, there are people who do care. Let's see. Okay, we have a question. Uh, let's see. Can I link my blog's AdSense to my YouTube channel? Well, it's actually under the same account. So when I look at my AdSense, I see the income coming from different blogs as well as where the YouTube channel would be. So that's it's actually under the same account, so you can see it all together. So in a sense, if you have if you're saying you have AdSense for your blog, yes, you can use the exact same account and that will work out. So good question, good question. So yeah, going through that, definitely consider the, those opportunities out there that can make you even more money through your own products. And of course, YouTube is trying. YouTube is certainly trying to help you make more money. And about a year, about two years ago, they really started unleashing stuff such as the merch shelf and of course memberships and things like that. Super chat, that's another way people can reward you. You can make money uh, while you're going live like this. And if you have, if you have your uh, AdSense connected, people can give you a super chat. Okay. If you have a YouTube channel which is monetized, can I monetize my other YouTube channel which doesn't meet the criteria? No. Having one channel, each channel is independent. And so what, if you monetize one channel, it doesn't qualify you automatically for another channel to be monetized. But man, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> that, would be, that would be great. Just get one, one monetized and then each new one you turn on is automatically monetized because YouTube knows who you are. I mean, I think if there, that wouldn't be a bad thing if they understood that, look, you've re, you say maybe if you hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube and you have a good relationship with YouTube and you turn on a new channel. But, you know, maybe the theory is it wouldn't take you long to drive more people over to that other new channel. I don't know. So I guess it kind of answers its own question when you think about it, think it through. Someone asked me, who is my favorite YouTuber? Wow, uh, my favorite YouTuber. You know, there are a few that are new, some young folks who are doing a good job telling stories. I think those, those people who are telling stories well, that's something that I'm not as good at as I would like to be. I'm, I'm starting to work with that more and more on my channel. I think that is helpful. Uh, but those who, people who can tell stories well, those are the ones who are doing a great job. And I'm in awe of some of the YouTubers' abilities that um, they're, they're really doing it. Um, <laughs> you should start a new channel. Actually, that's not the that's something I hear a lot. There's this myth that I should, you know, I or you should start a new channel if things aren't going well. There's obviously something wrong. There's got to be a glitch in there, and and so you know, start a new channel, start fresh. Uh, you know, that's. That, that's a load. You know, it really is not the way you do it. I mean, what you do is you change the things that aren't working on your current channel. 
and then it'll start happening for you. When I make good changes, good things happen on this channel. When I don't do what I'm supposed to do or do it well, things don't happen on the channel. I get suggested, I get search, I get all those things, so I know they're working for my channel, and they're working for yours too. You just haven't gotten to the point to which YouTube is willing to share your stuff out at a certain level. And in some cases, that's my, my case too with certain videos. Just don't go anywhere while others do. I mean, it's often talked about where, you know, I, I know some bigger YouTubers say, you know, it's really every one out of 10 or 20 videos that I create that actually do anything, you know, big. And, you know, think about it. So one out of 10, that's 10, 5, 10% of your videos are actually the ones that are driving. Obviously, the top YouTubers are the people we are all comparing ourselves to. And I think it's important to understand that when you, when you search and when you get suggested videos, you're getting suggested from the very top, best of the best. You're seeing the 1%, and then you're comparing yourself to those top 1% because that's what YouTube is showing you. And then you feel defeated. Believe me, I know a lot of people who have been on YouTube longer than I have that have fewer subscribers and have fewer views. So, and I know many who have many more than I do. It, it's every channel is different, and that's that's the thing. And so people are coming here looking at big channels and, and then asking these strange questions. Okay, um, let's see uh, how how to drive more impression without the help of friends and family. Well, really. Impressions have a lot to do with a few things. It has to do with the number of people who have, especially when you launch your video, how many people have recently seen your other videos that are related to the video that you're launching. And that's where YouTube will show first. And really the size of the audience, in other words, the interest of the topic, will play a big role in terms of impressions. So if you, if you upload a video about a topic in which not many people are interested in, YouTube doesn't have a lot of people to show it to as an impression. But if it's a trending video going flying high, then you have an opportunity. There's maybe something new that's really popular right now. I'm not suggesting that's what you do, especially if it's not related to your channel, but that would get you a lot of impressions. It'd also probably get you a very click -through, low click-through rate too. So I had this question for a long time, too, about impressions, because I would always end up with, you know, a small number of impressions. And, and now I, I get about 10, 10 to 15 times more impressions than I did maybe nine months ago, just by making sure that I'm continuously creating videos that my audience is most interested in and looking at the analytics and looking at your analytics to see, well, which of the videos, not so much the click-through rate, but which of the videos that you have created are getting the most impressions. And if it's something that you think you can do a better job on, well, you may have an opportunity. So look in your analytics. That's a good hint as to where you should go to uh, improve and create your next video if you're looking for more impressions and you think it's still relevant to your channel, which is so important. All right, more questions, feel free. You know, that's probably one of the hardest questions because you know what you can hopefully do to get a better click-through rate, better headline, better uh, thumbnail, that can improve your click-through rate. But if you want to get more impressions for better 
click-through rate, you're like, well, where do I get those impressions? And again, a lot of it has to do with what is in the system and keep getting more people to watch your videos regularly. And the more people who watched your videos regularly will probably see more of your newest videos. It really, watch history. Other people's watch history plays a big role in the initial rollout of your video. And then YouTube will start to test it. And, and if it's testing well, sometimes, you know, you'll have something just pop out of nowhere. I, I, I have videos all the time that are, maybe I created two, three years ago, and all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, they're getting all these impressions and views. And that's pro it could be because it's a hot topic that came out of nowhere. There's another video that's related that's getting a lot of views and YouTube is serving it up to those folks to see if it's a good fit. And if it is, they'll keep sh showing it. If it's not, they'll stop showing it and then I'll flatline. I mean, YouTube will give you a chance. We'll keep giving you a chance if there is opportunity. Okay, next question is... Uh, if I make some entertaining content which is not monetizable, but I made huge fan base, does that attract sponsors to sponsor my videos? Well, again, that certainly depends on the sponsor. Does the sponsor care? Some sponsors don't care. So if you have something that is getting a good fan base and there's maybe people have a certain sense of humor, I'm sure there is a a sponsor out there that might really want to connect with that specific uh, fan base that has a specific sense of humor. Why not? And you may have to do your work. You may have to do the work to find that. Now, what kind of product? So think about those fans first. Think about those fans and ask, what would they like? What would be really cool to them? And then, and then maybe go for those sponsors and say, hey, I have 10,000 people who really like you know, this kind of, they have this attitude, this approach to life, this kind of sense of humor. They like your type of product. What do you think about sponsoring? And that kind of stuff can work out. How to gain subscriber on YouTube channel? Oh, always a good, good question. I think there are, there are a few ways. One, you need to be very focused on the type of channel you're creating. You have to have, understand who your channel is, but you also understand back to who is your audience? Who is your audience? And if you don't have your audience defined, in some cases, some people actually give their audience a name. Like there's one person who's like the ultimate person you're talking to or creating that video for, and you can give them a name. For a while, I would actually, before I start a video, I would say, okay, Joe, and then I, I would cut that part out of the video, but I'd be act like I was talking to Joe um, or whoever that person be, may be, but you know who Joe is. They like certain things. They're looking for certain information. And when you understand that audience now, when people come to watch your videos and watching one video to another video to another video, and they're all something that that person, Joe, or whoever it may be would like, they're more likely to subscribe. And there's nothing wrong with asking people to subscribe to your channel. Just don't be, don't go over the top on that. I mean, there are many, some channels, it's very easy to say, subscribe, 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 and it's fine. In other channels, it turns people off. So you have to, again, know 
your audience and your audience will let you know. So it really is about finding that. And then also, if you want to look outside of YouTube, where is that audience? Is that audience on Reddit? Is that audience on in a Facebook group? And building relationships. Don't spam them with your videos, but all, but also let them know that you can be an expert in that group. And that over time, you'll let them know that you have videos related to that. And that can be very helpful. And how many, how many days does YouTube recommend my content after upload and does it consistently play, does consistency play a role? Yeah, I have a good uh, thought on consistency. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But in how many, how many days does YouTube recommend my, my content after uploading? Well, in the very beginning, when you upload your video, it's gonna show it to mostly, not all, but mostly to people who've recently watched your videos. If it's a new channel, then it's probably most of the people who watched them. If it's an older channel like mine, I have years and years and years of people who've watched that probably would never watch another one. They haven't watched a video in five years. So YouTube is not gonna show them my latest video. Maybe once in a while, if it seems related to them. You know how to once in a while you look at your front page of YouTube and you see an old creator that you used to watch and you hadn't watched in a long time, well, that's YouTube giving that creator another shot. If you really want to know how YouTube works, look at the front page of your YouTube. Go to YouTube and look at the front page. And what you'll see on that front page are the latest videos, you know, the 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 channels that you were watching videos from. And you'll notice that over time, you'll stop seeing certain channels. That's probably because you didn't watch any more of their videos. And it's the same for you. So you have to keep them coming back with good, relevant information. And that's why if you create one video and then create another video that has nothing to do with the other video, now that person who watched the previous video doesn't care about your new video. And you're looking for a brand new audience and that's hard to recreate. It's much easier to keep the audience that you've already had that have enjoyed your videos and create the next video that that audience that watched your previous video would enjoy. And that snowballs over time if you do it right and pay attention to your audience and your analytics and let it to continue to snowball. Now, consistency. I think consistency is more for us. Now, some types of channels, it's good to say, hey, I upload every Tuesday at noon. That's fine. And an audience can get used to that and expect that. However, I think it's more important for you to be consistent. Because if you're not consistent, you're going to give up. You're going to get it. It's not going to be in your workflow. And if you don't have a time or a deadline that you're going to put things up, I, I recommend that you start off maybe with one a week or every other week and then start building in. Eventually, it'll be twice a week, then three times a week. And you can build a workflow that works for you versus just saying, hey, I'm gonna start five days a week. That's tough to do. And five days a week might burn you out. So you don't wanna burn out. Consistency, I think, is as much for the creator as it is for the viewer. However, you can stop. You can stop for a while, let go. You know, If you do get burned out, let go for two weeks and come back. YouTube will still show your videos to people who've recently watched your videos. So. You know, don't don't worry about that. It, you know, if you go away too long and or and change everything when you come back, that could hurt your video. But if you kind of start off where you left off and maybe even better than before, 
I think you're just fine. So don't worry about that. Don't worry about that at all, especially if you've gone away. Okay, I am going to let it go for today. Thank you all for being here. I will be here next Monday. And I appreciate every single one of you from around the world who come in and say hello. I know from India and Pakistan and Bangladesh. I mean, we, we have folks all over that uh, pop in and say hello. And I appreciate you all. I'll talk to you next week. The Two Blabs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com. <laughs>